Namaste, yogis. You are listening to Yoga Podcast by Breezy Bree. Find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. And today and every couple of weeks, we talk about the moon and all of her beauty and her illumination. We learn how the new moon allows us to set new intentions and how the full moon allows us to release things that are no longer serving us. So come on this journey on and off of the mat as we combine yoga with the moon namaste okay so we're trying to do a live chat right now and i'm really excited for it because it is the full moon so we're not going to go into the astrological aspects of the full moon meaning we're not going to discuss astrology or what's happening in the planetary universe but we are talking about the moon the full moon how to utilize this full moon for journaling letting go releasing all of that negative pent-up energy this is so perfect because we just experienced the summer solstice so this is a perfect time to continue the conversation i think so let's talk about it so before we begin this is a live session we have a really awesome group of humans that are participating and we have nicole who is officially my live moderator. Nicole is a yoga teacher. She was a part of a yoga teacher training that I was a yoga teacher trainer at. (laughs) And Nicole entered into one of our groups, the Sacred Space Group, or actually no, the Sacred Circle Group, sorry. Two groups, Sacred Space and Sacred Circle, and we are all commingled here tonight with the full moon on the live chat. So I'm going to actually be sharing this live chat on Yoga Podcast. Nicole thinks it's such a good idea and I have to agree. I am enjoying these live chats and I enjoy sharing these with other people even more. So um, now with that said, I'm not going to use anyone's names for anonymity reasons. We've actually been doing these recently, but I haven't published them on Yoga Podcast yet. So it's going to be really neat because this will actually publish before the other live yoga Q&As even publish. Um, So let's get started. So the way that these live chats work is I am going to have some questions that I'm going to be reading but I'm going to start with a bit of a monologue since tonight we're talking about the moon. And the moon is something that we talk a lot about in the sacred circle space. So the sacred space group isn't used to us talking about the moon at all. (laughs) So this is exciting. So typically when we think about the full moon, we are thinking about all of the energy accumulating in her divine feminine. So the moon represents feminine energy, the sun, masculine energy. And in yoga, we think of that as hatha yoga, which is the balancing of both energies that live in each of us. So this isn't about how you self-identify. This is 
something that we all have. And it's a bit spiritual or esoteric. So you have to be open to the energy and all of you are. So the full moon is a beautiful reminder. It's nature's reminder that we are in a cycle of letting go that we are climaxing and the moon is really fascinating because it can stir up the ocean it is proven well i don't have any scientific data for tonight's live chat but it is said to be proven how about that allegedly that scientifically the moon is able to stir up the water that lives within us and we are like 97, 98% water ourselves. The hospitals have reported that more accidents take place during the full moon. And of course, we know the stories of the werewolf and love and people going crazy and all of that. So definitely a lot of energy during this time. Now there are eight cycles of the moon from the dark moon to the new moon to the full moon and everything in between as the moon begins to wax from a new moon to a full moon so we're at the peak of the waxing and then it begins to wane so beginning in a couple of days the energy will begin to subside and the for those of us who are female who also have menstrual cycles and who are not on any synthetic birth control, we will actually go through the moon cycles ourselves, our own moon cycle, I should say, which is the menstruation cycle. And part of that is ovulation. So if you are on a synthetic birth control, then you are going to have issues with experiencing the effect of ovulation in most cases. So being on like the birth control pill or anything hormonal. So now let's get back to the full moon. This is an amazing time to engage in a journal prompt because you are releasing, you are letting go, you are saying goodbye. Typically when we think of the new moon, we think of setting new intentions, planting seeds, now, many of us have not had the pleasure of being a part of the farming cycle, but typically the moons are named after what the farming, uh, you know, farmers, I should say, I was going to say something totally different, but that would have come off really weird. But farmers um, have been the ones who have named the moon the way that we identify with the moon. Um, in present day. So that's pretty neat. So for instance, like the worm moon, the flower moon, um, you know, the wolf moon, there's so many. And again, I don't want to get into this particular moon because I want today's live session to be able to translate to any full moon. But you can actually, you know, download an app to your smartphone or just look it up online. Um, NASA does some pretty cool um, informationals with the moon cycles as well and then depending on what's happening with the moon in any given time if you're into observing the moon then you can do that as well and one of my favorite things to do is actually to go to the planetarium so I love all of that 
Well, let's talk about what you can do this full moon. So the reason why we even partake in utilizing the moon cycles to begin with is because you can just look into the sky and you can allow nature and her wisdom, her infinite wisdom to be able to guide you. And that is what I love about it. This isn't something that should contradict any of your belief systems, religious belief systems, spiritual belief systems. This can become a highly spiritual practice, of course, but it shouldn't contradict or hinder who you are, essentially, because the moon is something that we should all be connected to. If you are not connected to the moon, and trust me, there are times that I don't even know what's happening in the sky because I'm so busy with life. But that is also a bad sign, right? That you are so busy that you do not even notice if the moon is a crescent, a full moon, or, or what's happening in between. So this gives you the opportunity to connect back with nature, which I think is always important. This lends to mindful practices, meditative practices. It reminds us to calm down, cool off, relax, connect back to self, connect to each other and to nature. And the moon is the best prompt, in my opinion, to do so. And it's amazing. I always think about what our greatest ancestors before we had any technological advancements to give us any inkling as to how the universe works, although we're still very much ignorant. Still, can you imagine what it must have been like to look up and see a crescent moon and then, you know, two weeks later, see a full moon and then two weeks later there's no moon in the sky i mean it must have been literally a magical moment a magical feeling and i have to admit i wish i could enjoy the presence of the moon and the sun and rain and snow and the mountains the way that it must have been at one point for humans so tonight I hope you are somewhere where you can see the moon. I hope your skies are clear enough to where you can observe the full moon. I can see her. She's bright and illuminated. And I'm so grateful because sometimes there's an overcast or a little bit of weather where I live and I cannot see her. But I can see her as I'm recording. And this is what makes it so exciting. All right, so we're going to begin to open it up for questions and then we'll go into some journal prompts and a little bit of meditative cool down and then we will leave you to hopefully have some quiet time in all of her glory. So Nicole's going to get us started. Before we venture off into the next portion of the live chat and the questions and all of the fun stuff. I want you to take a moment and take your journal out or whatever you're using to prompt. Um, hopefully you're writing or, you know, transcribing your thoughts. And I want you to just think back from January to now, especially if you're new to practicing with the moon. If you practice with the moon every cycle, then just use this cycle as your prompt. I know my sacred circle space may have a moon journal or or be very tuned in. But if this is new to you, then let's just start now. And I want you to 
soften your gaze or close your eyes if you feel safe and secure to do so. Take a deep inhalation and let it go. And we're going to take a moment of quiet time to think about what this year thus far has been like and what do we need to release and let go, move past and recalibrate from when the new moon rolls back around in a couple of weeks. This is a new opportunity to plant new seeds. So if this year hasn't been going exactly as planned or you have areas that you wish you could really improve on, this is your moment to think about that. I know for sure I'm always trying to level up and improve and just do better. It's not always about being perfect. It's never about being perfect, actually. It's not always about success or how we, you know, qualify that, but rather where in our lives, especially at the beginning of summer and and the summer solstice just took place and You know, people are starting to venture off on vacation and get back into some sort of community vibes, you know, with family and friends and strangers even. What does this all mean for you in this new cycle? What do you need to let go of and what are you looking forward to planting? So we're going to take a moment here, take some deep inhalations and exhalations, ground and release. releasing and letting go so if you are working on that continue or at least this gives you a prompt for after the live which is the point and it looks like Nicole has some questions that are starting to come in and there are some good questions here so the first question is how do we utilize the moon to be able to practice yoga? I love this question. And for those of you listening on Yoga Podcast, the two groups that are a part of this, the sacred um, space group is a trauma-informed practice group where we work with myself and a clinical therapist who invited me into her program. And we worked with each other for almost a year and then with this group and then we went offline and started doing some weekly guided um, meditative practices as well as just other practices. And so not everybody in that group has practiced yoga. And then in the other group, the sacred circle group, we practice yoga, but it's typically yoni yoga. So you'll see in the upcoming live um, sessions, the Q&A sessions that we post on Yoga Podcast soon, I go into greater detail about these two separate groups that are now together for our weekly group chats. And this is a special group chat. So yoga and the moon go hand in hand in my opinion (laughs) now there are some disciplines of yoga one in particular that i practice which is ashtanga yoga which actually translates to eight limb yoga and eight limb yoga is a part of a larger philosophy under the yoga sutras of patanjali and i don't want to go too far off in a tangent on a tangent about this but we do not practice yoga on the full moon so um but other than that there are other disciplines that have some other reasons and and practices 
But for the most part, just typical yoga classes are still in operation during all of the moon cycles. Now, it is really fun when you have a class that is tailored for the moon, which I used to like to do. So for instance, um, in a full moon class, you're going to do a lot of hip openers, which help you to release any pent up energy in the body. You might do a lot more pratyama and breath work that is real specific to what it is you're trying to accomplish in that themed class, as well as maybe even bringing in journaling prompts in the middle of class, which is also really exciting as well. But for the most part, you can have certain yoga poses that correlate to the moon uh, cycles. So if you have, um, we actually do crescent lunge, which is really fun for crescent moon, rather waxing or waning. But for the most part, you can just take the moon and you can decide if it's waxing or waning. And if you're waning, that's sort of like drawing down the energy, becoming more introspective. This is a way to think about it in the sense of you are relaxing your energy. If you utilize the moon cycles with your own energetic field, it can really spark some really much needed creativity as well as an opportunity for you to be very productive and force you to relax and rest. So during the full moon, this is the peak, but as the moon is waxing, getting larger and larger in the sky from waxing crescent to quarter moon to half moon to full moon, you should feel a lot of energy in your life. So this should be a time where you might feel like you want to do something more rigorous, like vinyasa, hot yoga, moving the body really fast, going on runs, um, playing a sport, also being, like I said, really creative. And then as the moon begins to wane, this is your opportunity to do more restorative yoga, yin yoga, relaxation, hatha yoga, or just slower moving yoga. So just not that fun, pumping, heart throbbing type of workout or if you're outside of yoga or yoga practice. So I like to think of it that way as well. If I'm feeling a lot of energy, I might look up and go, oh, the moon is waxing. No wonder I am sleeping less. You know, typically it's harder to fall asleep toward the fullest of the moon. So if you notice that you have a lot of energy and you have a busy mind, you cannot fall asleep. This is a good time to take your legs up the wall, relax your mind, force yourself to do something like yoga nidra, which is a beautiful way to get yourself prepared for rest. And then as the moon starts to wane, if you find yourself being sluggish, exhausted, a little bit heavy, and you notice the moon is waning, you can give yourself an opportunity to lean into that. So that's sort of the way that I think about it when I think about tailoring or sequencing or theming a class around the moon. Um, So next question, what if your menstrual cycle contradicts the moon? I love that question. So if you are lucky, and I mean, I do say that a little bit cheeky, but you will notice that your menstrual cycle, again, if you're not on any hormones, will try to sync up to the moon, especially if you're really tuned into the moon. And there's a lot of 
spiritual, esoteric ideas and concepts around if you bleed during the new moon versus the full moon and what that means and, you know, old wives tell kind of stuff, which is really fun. I know for me, I've synced up to the new moon and the full moon multiple times, but every so often I unsync and I'm somewhere in between. And I think that's fine. I don't think you're going to always be on the new moon. You're not going to always be on the full moon either. So when you are, this is a cool time to throw a party though. I love when I sync up to either the new or full moon. I, I really pay a lot of attention to that and it's really exciting. However, and I should add into this, one of the neat things about syncing up, especially if you sync up your menstrual cycle to the full moon, because you're peaking from a hormonal perspective and the energy as a collective is peaking from the full moon. But if you are not synced up and let's say you have a menstrual bleed, which is sort of your full moon. I want you to think about it like that during the new moon or a waning moon. It's going to be maybe some contradicting energies where normally we might be finding ourselves if we're waning down to a new moon, your energy is waning down. But as the moon is new, that might be your peak of feeling lethargic or needing to take rest or forcing yourself to take rest, right? It's not a good time to be pushing yourself. This is a great time to be at home, sipping hot tea, taking a bath and journaling and planting new seeds and getting ready to start to wax. So if you feel energetically um, at your peak, or even if you're not bleeding at this time, but you're ovulating, you might have a lot of energy because typically when you're ovulating, this is a good time to get out excess energy, right? Your body is trying to prepare itself for child essentially. So you have a lot of energy. And this is a time where I notice that I'm really athletic. I'm really creative. I need less sleep. I want to be out. I want to be going, 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 going. If that is the case, whether you're ovulating or you're waxing in your own ovulation cycle, while the actual moon is waning, you might notice that you are just not in tuned with the moon during that cycle. And that's something that could be really fun to journal and just pay attention to nature because you might over your system might override the actual moon or the moon might override your system, especially if you're a person who is really tuned into your body. If you're not tuned into your body, which we talk a lot about in our trauma-informed um, group, which is the sacred space group. If you're still learning about who you are, your body being tuned in for lots of reasons, but especially traumatic reasons, this is a good practice for you to start to just pay attention and ask yourself some really deep questions. Do this over the next few moon cycles, rather it's the next three months in a row and just pay attention to your own body. Ask yourself, if you look up in the sky and you see a full moon, does that send a signal mentally to you that overrides your own physical body, which could be the case. And it's not bad. It's just, it's just a fact. And also be open to realizing that things come and go. Sometimes you feel one way, sometimes you feel another way. And I think that's perfectly acceptable. I see a lot of people saying hi and shouting out to the moon and talking to each other on the chat. I love, love, love that. So, um, 
I was just outside with the moon and I drove to a really particular place and now I am heading back home because it is pretty dark here and the clouds have started to move a bit over the moon. So if you're hearing me um, move around, that's what I'm doing. All right, so Nicole just sent me another question. This question is, this is really cool. If you notice that you are not syncing up with the moon and you, oh, you know what? I'm reading this totally wrong. I see what Nicole did here. I have like two competing questions. Okay, so I'm gonna answer this other one first because this is really good. Um, if you are not menstruating, rather you are not, you know, you're on um, hormones, you are in menopause, you are male species, um, whatever the case may be, that is okay. You know, we were just talking about the menstruation cycle because that's like a variation of the moon. Like it's your moon cycle, that feminine energy. But that's okay. You just link up, sync up to the moon in the sky. And that's true as well if you skip your periods for um, hormonal reasons like on purpose or you're just irregular for whatever reason. Don't get too boggled in that. Just it's nice to pay attention to your own moon if you have one and then to the moon in the sky. So you can just keep those separate. If you're a male and you're married to a female who is menstruating and is um, aware of her own moon cycle or if you have daughters that are menstruating that are still living in your home, basically, right? Um it's pretty cool to pay attention to what's happening in their lives too. You can see them having a lot of energy or being really lethargic and, or, you know, it's beyond what they teach us about PMS, like premenstrual syndrome. It's, it's so much more special and organic, right? It's, it's just being tuned in and being tuned into people you love and, and yourself and, and just others even, you know, and, and friendship groups and in office environments, classrooms, it can get really exciting when you start playing moon cycle games, um, from a menstruate menstruation, um, perspective, but also just the games of paying attention to what's happening in the sky and seeing how people act at work. Are they more creative people in your teams and your groups in school, whatever, are they creative? Are they energetic? Are they more tired? What's happening? And the people who are not tuned in at all, they're pushing through, they're physically or mentally or emotionally pushing through just the, the natural cycles of nature. And it could be that they, they're never even outdoors. You know, they don't even let the moonlight shine on their faces, which is so sad. So, um, it looks like we have time for one more question because I only wanted this to be a very in and out small chat. That way you can have time to observe the moon and um, journal if that's what you want to do. So let me find a really good one. Let's see here. Ah, I like this question. So the question is, is it okay to just observe the new moon and the full moon? Absolutely. That's actually the best place to begin. I mean, you are going to inevitably pay attention to the cycles because in order to get to the new moon and then therefore like the dark moon where there's no moon in the sky, you have to pay attention, right? You see the moon waning 
or waxing. And I want to encourage you to try to pay attention to the full cycles of the moon at least once this year, if you can, especially when the skies are really clear so you don't miss out on what's happening with the moon. Pay attention at least to see it waxing and waning because you don't want just an app or something on your phone to alert you only. But yes, it's perfectly fine. And and what I would like to say better than paying attention is it's perfectly normal and I think awesome if you only journal on the full moon and the new moon. But you pay attention to the moon waxing and waning throughout their cycles. So um, otherwise, yeah, you you may not need to journal for every cycle, but um, journaling just for the new moon or the full moon. I also know people who only journal for the new moon. They only want to plant new seeds um, or only want to journal on the full moon because it's illuminating the sky and they can be outdoors or they journal on the new moon and they practice yoga under the full moon. I think all of that is really great. What ever works for you. I have a lot of really cool moon um, episodes. I break it down. I explain it in greater detail on yoga podcast, as well as classes that are themed and tailored around the new and full moon, yoga nidra with the full moon, meditation with the full moon and new moons. So if you want to hop on over to lovebreezybreeyoga.com, you can check out past episodes that are really related to the moon. So I invite you to do that as well. But for now, I hope that you all can lean into this full moon energy. Be mindful, look up, practice some yoga or meditation or just sit in quiet or walk around or just observe. Feel that energy. Feel and allow it to come into your life. Acknowledge her and trust me you'll start to feel your belly stir do research you know see what's happening out there what different activities you can do during this time but ultimately just be one with nature that's what's most important don't overthink anything don't become a perfectionist just enjoy Thank you so much to all of you who are here on this live chat. I'm going to end the recording for yoga podcast listeners. But for those of you who are in the live chat, we're going to do a few more questions and answers to wrap it up as well as go into a guided meditation that one of our students is going to guide us through. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I love you all to pieces. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.